everybody, welcome to the Loudest Podcast, Loudest Podcast on the internet. My name is Raja, and I'm here to say, Asterius is here. Say hi, Asterius. Hello. Oh, good, boys. We have boys and girls and non-binary folks. Uh, Nathan, see, I said the word non-binary. I did it, and I'm not going to get canceled, I don't think. Not, not for that, at least. Maybe something else, but not that. Oh, we've got a great show for you. Today, we are going to predict everything that's going to happen in 2023, and I better not see no none of you saying 2023 is our year because it's not. It's not? It's not going to be anybody's year. <laughs> oh, my, okay. Well, this is horrible. Horrible. It sounds like that's your first 2023 prediction. I had my first, uh, oh, I was going to say I had my first Uber driver of 2023 but that's not true because it's not 2023 yet but i did have a crazy uber driver that was uh, uh i think drinking okay so now I- all right now listen <laughs> you think you're the first podcaster to get on a podcast and tell a crazy uber driver story if you're gonna talk about a chatty uber driver or a nutty this better be good well it's not so i was in new jersey which is where all good stories start it's in new jersey i call an uber driver and uh this dominican woman picks me up and the first thing I notice is that she, from where we were, I got picked up at the Newark train station. And from where I get picked up, she like zooms out of the parking lot, like and narrowly misses a bus. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great trip. So then the lady immediately starts complaining to me. She says, these fucking drivers out here, these fucking drivers, nobody can fucking drive anymore. I'm like, yeah, right. Uh, Nobody can fucking drive anymore. She says, especially these motherfuckers with Teslas. And I was like, yeah, these motherfuckers with Teslas. Teslas can't drive. And she says, you know why? Because I'm a street racer. I'm a street racer. And a couple weeks ago, I saw a gentleman with a Tesla sitting around uh, getting bitches. And he said that he could out raced me and so we raced and his car was fast but he couldn't do like the Tokyo Drift swerving thing like she could so her uh beat up Honda Civic kicked kicked this dudes in the rear allegedly she was also swerving in and out of traffic as we were driving and she was talking about how young people these days put all their money into their car but can't drive and i'm sitting there and i'm like i'm almost 100 percent positive you can't pass people over the two solid lines in the middle of the road <laughs> Young people these days. Young people these days with their crypto money and their Teslas and their daddy Elons. It's ridiculous. Okay, well, I assume this was like a 19-year-old street rate. Did you find like a boomer street racer from the Dominican Republic? Who the fuck else would be complaining about Teslas not being able to break traffic laws? Everybody, of course it was a boomer. Likes those th- you either hate Teslas or you can afford one. Th- those are the only two things. Well, uh, no, this was, I would say this woman was about 45 to 50 years old. You found a 50-year-old street racing Uber driver in New Jersey. She was old enough to have a son who was in his 20s who she had to send back to the DR because he uh, likes to fuck white women, but he doesn't eat pussy, which is a problem because white women don't put up with that. So she wants him to find a nice Dominican man, so she sent him back to the Dominican Republic to do that. She sent her son back to the Dominican Republic because he doesn't eat pussy. Correct. No, he, she sent her son back to the Dominican Republic because he uh, likes white women. See, he has unlimited access to white women in the United States, which he keeps getting into relationships with, but those relationships don't go anywhere because uh, they expect him to eat pussy, and he's like, nah, I don't play that shit. So she's taking him out of America, land of the free, and home of the white woman, and then sending him back to the Dominican Republic so he can meet a Dominican girl 
who would not expect pussy eating so he can finally get married and have uh, nientos. What is it? What's great? Is that grandchildren? I think it is. You said it confidently enough. Nientos. First off, I'd like to apologize for assuming this would be like any other Uber driver story. (laughs) You're very, very welcome. I didn't know that there would be a 45-year-old street racer woman who banished her son from America to keep him away from white women, but (laughs) seemingly for their benefit, not his. Yeah. It seems like she's trying to protect America's white woman by banishing her son. Yeah, you see, it was funny because I was sitting in the car and I was like, well, what's what's the deal with your son? Why? She's like, oh, he can't he can't hold down a girl. He can't hold down nothing. I just sent it back to the DR. I was like, whoa, why is that? What's the problem <laughs> with them? Because I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to hear more. I want to keep this lady talking. Yes. I'm like, yeah, what's, what's the problem with him? And she says, well, he's more of like a, a what do you know? My English isn't very good. A machismo, machismo, and I see. I only know the word machismo from on 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. The people from the Dominican Republic will say it, and it always translates it as chauvinist. You mean like in the the lower third? Yeah, like in, in the, the subtitles. subtitles. Okay. Yeah, like male chauvinist. Still translated as I was like, oh, you mean like a chauvinist? And she was like, yes, that's it. I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah. White women don't like that. And I was like, no, we do not. <laughs> not not a big fan. Her solution to her son's machismo was to send him to the most machismo country there is, the Dominican Republic, where pussy eating is banned under pain of torture. I, I think that, yeah, no, it seems like she saw that she was like her son. She's like, oh, well, he's not changing. Better send him back to where this is okay. <laughs> this type of behavior is normal. Okay. I mean, look, that e- that is easier than trying to change someone's behavior, just sending them back to wherever they came from. I don't know how you send your 22-year-old son back because I don't he didn't know specify how you that a... he was 22 years old. I don't know how you get in a street race. <laughs> My assumption is that like a street race happens at 2 a.m. in an aqueduct and there's like a girl in a bikini who drops a handkerchief and then you just go. Is it possible that this lady is just street racing all the time, which would explain why she was zipping in and out of and crossing the double yellows that you brought up earlier. Oh my God, we did see a Tesla on the road. Maybe she thought she was racing that Tesla. Maybe she thinks she's racing every Tesla? It's possible she just has a vendetta against Teslas and she wants to attack them all. Like a Don Qu- that's her Don Quixote windmill. <laughs> Only this time I'm glad those windmills are getting fucked up. Go, Don Quixote, she's go. Racing, she's racing all the windmills. She has to defeat all the Teslas on the road. I want all Teslas to burn until I can get one. And then, oh my God, I'm going to talk about the charging stations. I'm going to talk about all the money I'm saving on gas. I'm going to talk about the little game that you have on your dashboard. No, it's so distracting, but I love doing it. I am going to podcast while in autopilot mode, and I don't care how many little pictures of a kid that get run over. You know, there's they're always doing that thing where like they'll air a commercial and like a Tesla just running over like picture of a kid after picture of a kid after picture. Of a, look. I saw, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I saw an awesome tweet about that the other day. It was like some the New York Times or something tweeted, uh, Tesla in a fake 
children's, uh, they were running a test with a Tesla and a fake child. And I guess a real child wandered into the area and it failed to detect both the fake child and the real child. And somebody (laughs) quote tweeted and it was like, number one, the child wasn't real. And number two, the child was jaywalking in this example. It's like, yeah, bravo. (laughs) That'll hold up in court when this thing kills a kid. Oh my. (laughs) The toddler should have been on the crosswalk, your honor. It's easy to bash Teslas. It's easy to love this lady. We need to attend one of her street races. I want to drop a handkerchief, and let me tell you what I want to do. I want to race for pinks. Is that, what does that mean? What do you mean, what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know. You're racing for pinks. You don't know, but that's why you race. You race for pinks. You've never heard of racing for pinks. Why do you think people race? For money? They race for pinks. What does that mean? Okay. What do words mean? All right. You know what a pink slip is? When you get fired from your job. It's bad when you get it from your boss, but it's good when you get it from the owner of a Tesla because it means now you own their car. You're racing for pinks. Oh, so you get the other person's car. Yeah, exactly. The pink is the title, maybe? Do cars have titles? Uh, The deed. The deed to the car is pink. No, it definitely has titles and not deeds to cars. What's the difference? That's the same thing. Deed, title, they're pink, okay? You're racing for pinks. Are they pink? Okay, well, listener, I learned something today, and I hope that you did too. Uh, We'll be right back with our predictions for 2023. Bye. Hey, welcome back. Loudest podcast. Loudest podcast on the internet. Serious. I saw this thing on TikTok where a bunch of kids were making their predictions for 2023. So I was hoping that you and I could make some too. And then we could make like a bingo board or something. And uh, whoever gets the most right gets some kind of prize. If, If any of us get any of them right, we should get a special prize. I want a prize. What a prize if I get a prediction? What kind of prize? What should the prize be? I don't know. Let's think. It's got to be something. Something big because having a prediction come true, I'm not super I'm not super invested in any of these either. So if it happens, it's going to be a real Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Because I'm thinking $5 Starbucks gift card. Whoa. It's the ultimate prize. Have you ever been given a $5 Starbucks gift card and knock on like, damn, this is very useful. This is what, Sometimes you get a gift card. Like to Ross dress for less or something. It's like, well, great. Now I got to go find a Ross. Starbucks, they're everywhere. I want another cruise. Let's go on another cruise. So if you get a prediction right, you go on another cruise. What? Yeah, uh-huh. Who's paying for the cruise? You are. Why, why am I paying for the cruise? Because there's no way that this is going to happen, right? <laughs> no, I'm sure all your pred- Okay, look, here's what we're doing. We're each putting five... $5 Starbucks gift cards in the middle of the dining room table when we get back to Brooklyn. Deal. And then every time one of our predictions is right, we each get a $5 Starbucks gift card. And then that will encourage us to make sure that our 2024 predictions are amazing because now there's a ton of Starbucks money on the table. We get a B-I-N-G-O card and we put all of our predictions on it. And if we get a bingo, then we both go on the cruise. <laughs> We're going on a cruise. We're going on a cruise. It is going to be so lit, Asterios. Asterios and I are going on a cruise in April. I think we're going to Mexico, uh, Puerto Rico, and oh, what's the one? The Coco Cay, which is the official Royal Caribbean. It's going to be fucking lit, dude. You're going to love it. You're going to have so much fun. I'm looking forward to going to this cruise. I'm also looking forward to hearing your first, but what is your, what is Saranch's first official 2023 
prediction. I pre- okay, so I organized these. I for a little bit of extra credit. I organize these in the order that I think they're most likely to least likely to happen. So if you want to go back and forth, we can do that. So my most likely prediction right here at the top, which I don't think is much of a stretch with how he's been moving recently, but I think Kanye is going to get arrested, either arrested or detained in two 2000- thousand. <laughs> And 23, and that's not too big of a guess, so I'm going to specifically say he gets arrested or detained uh, attempting to kidnap one of his own children. Oh my, that's a really good, okay, listen, I'm going to say trespassing, just general trespassing, because I could see him trying to go, remember when he like got kicked out of Skechers? Yeah, or, yeah, uh uh-huh, he just walked, showed up, and they got escorted out. Yeah, I'm trying, like, whatever Walmart's brand of shoes are, like, whatever's one notch below, so, pay less, pay, like, he's gonna get kicked out of, like, pay less headquarters. Yeah, no, see, I think what's gonna happen is, when you said trespassing, I think you're close, I think he's gonna get either arrested trespassing as in trying to break into Kim Kardashian's house to get one of those kids or just straight up kidnapping and don't say don't be in the comments telling me it's impossible for a father to kidnap their own parent because I looked it up that's what happened like 60% of kidnapping cases is like there's a divorced couple and one parent has a full custody and the other is on a visit and then the other parent is like "Mm, what if we don't go back and then we just flee the state. Can you imagine like being that much of a simp for your own kids that you want to like kidnap them and watch them and feed them and pay for their diapers all the goddamn time? Here's what I'd want. Kid, half the time. The other the other half the time is me time. Go to the water park, learn how to rollerblade, finally get a jet ski, a ski do. I could be out there ski doing. And then Saturday, Sunday, oh, kids. I just want a little bit of kids. Yeah, see, Asterios. Asterios who cannot imagine why a parent might want a, their own child. Access to their own child on a full-time basis. But yeah, that's my first prediction. Kanye West gets arrested for either kidnapping or attempting to break into his ex's house. I'm going back to this kid thing real quick okay you don't want to be just the fun aunt of being a parent of course i do that's why i don't have kids yeah yeah exactly you get it you absolutely whenever there's like a parent who kidnaps the kid it's a lot less about them wanting to hang out with the kid and it's a lot more about them being told they can oh you tell someone they can't have a candy all of a sudden they want the whole thing you could you could tell someone like that's a dish of poison candy don't have any next thing you know the, the person's doing the wednesday adams over here there's so much poison and they're going down their goddamn throat well if you've seen uh, him talk about kim kardashian at the school and balenciaga the balenciaga shit happened and he was like you see you see that's who my wife who my ex-wife has my kids hanging around these pedophiles but remember he also said that we shouldn't cancel balenciaga he said that we should forgive balenciaga even though they are evil pedophiles he thinks cancel culture is worse. Right. Cancel culture is bad, but only when, but after they dropped him, I don't think he cares anymore. I don't think it's possible to kidnap those kids. There's Kardashian level security around those kids. I don't think Kanye really, I don't even think he knows their names. I don't think he wants to hang out with these kids. I think he just, he just doesn't like that the judge gave Kim what he sees are his, his his toys, his property. Yeah, no, I see. I have been watching him on like the internet and all the nonsense he's been doing. It seems like he's really, I completely disagree. I think he's really, really, really fucking triggered by uh, 
the fact that he does it, he has limited access to his children. And I see, I get him imagining, I'm not imagining a situation where it's like he is tripping the fucking security system with an airsoft gun and then sneaks in the window and steals a fucking Chicago. I'm imagining he's hanging out with them maybe at like their ranch they have in Wyoming. And then he was like, and then he set, buys a jet and says, get in the jet. We're going somewhere else. And Kim Kardashian calls him and he's like, where the fuck are the kids? And he's like, we're not coming back. We're going on vacation. Oh, he still gets like, he gets like one weekend a month with those kids. He doesn't have much time to see them. But yes, he does have some kind of access to them currently, as far as I know. All right. No, you're abs- you've laid out the case expertly. Yes, that will happen. He's going to treat them like overdue library books. And yeah. he's going to end up getting hit with a kidnapping charge. And then he's going to say it's a misunderstanding and blah, blah. Nope, you're right. Right, because he thinks the rules don't apply to him. Of air, course well, 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 air, air, case in point, the Skechers thing. Like, he just showed up and it was like how, confused when they were like, no, we don't have a meaning. You can't be here. All right. Counterpoint for a second. What if he did fix Skechers? Let me roll this out for you. Remember how like five or 10 years ago, Skechers introduced shoes that had like a platform in the front, but not in the back. They were called shape ups and they were supposed to help you lose weight and like firm up your ass. You remember these shoes? Of course I remember shape ups. Fuck yeah, I do. Okay. And you remember the lawsuit because they don't work? I know. Fuck. (laughs) I got like a $70 check from the Skechers Corporation. Proud of you. What if Kanye can fix shape ups? What if he could get shape ups to shape up? I mean, if anybody can do it, it's Kanye West. (laughs) I just think he could because you know what he does? He like locks a bunch of creatives in a room while he yells at them and apparently plays pornography. You've heard about the pornography thing, right? Uh, Yeah, I heard he played, he was in the studio and he started just playing porn (laughs) for one of his producers or something. They were like, bro, what the He was in Adidas. Oh, I'm sorry. Adidas. He was in Adidas with a bunch of like shoe creatives and he made oh he made one of them sit on the floor because he did not like any of her ideas and then he started playing pornography for them. My God. Yeah, that sounds like Kanye. Now, to you and I, sounds crazy, right? But there's a lot of pornography about feet. And what do you wear on your feet? Oh my God, brilliant. Shoe. You wear shoes. So maybe he's trying to show them like, Feet are sexy. You need to give them sexy clothes, a.k.a. shoes. Next thing you know, he's at Skechers. He's like whipping and beating these creatives until they make like the perfect little platform. Now, all of us look like we have Kim Kardashian's ass. We all look amazing. Fun fact, Kim Kardashian was actually a spokesmodel for Shape Ups for a hot sec. Was she? Yeah, I'll Google it. I remember it. Well, I can't Google it. Both of our computers are running at their absolute limit right now then, just to record our faces. Then goddamn, you're just going to have to trust me, I guess. I 100% believe you. All right. Here's my first 2023 prediction. I'm ready. In 2023, the Family Guy movie will be officially announced. <gasps> Oh my God. I hope, I hope that even if that's not, I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be wish fulfillment for me. Oh my God. I would love a Family Guy movie. There's a $5 Starbucks gift card riding on this. It will be announced. It will not come out in 2023, but like we will see, they will release the poster and like they'll make the Family Guy theme with like a hundred French horns and like a thousand violins. It'll be super orchestra mode. And here's what I think the plot of the Family Guy movie is going to be. I think the A plot is going to be Brian and Stewie 
quantum leaping through time and they hope that every next leap will be the leap home so that way like you could send them back to roman times and they could meet caligula and stewie could get along with caligula and you could send them like back to ape times with the where they beating each other with then you could send them the future just them going about bing 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 bam boom through the timeline i think the b plot will be peter getting catfished by gal gadot who he thought was guy fieri and then I think the C plot will be Meg meeting Mila Kunis and then finding out that Mila Kunis is a lot like Meg. Oh, that would be good. Oh, there's C plot. Okay. You know, all of those I could totally see being Family Guy episodes. It feels like the A plot would be the most, I agree with that one the most, that that's the most likely to make it into a movie because it feels like those jerk-offs could, they, they'd take that concept and it's so open-ended that you'd be like, haha, we could put a tons of our dumb cutaway jokes. Yes. We could fit so many of them in here. Yeah, exactly. They could go to Woodstock. They could be at the stock market crash. Like, they could do you better around time. But the B-plot is, is the thing I'm super interested in because I like the idea that Peter Griffin thinks he's talking to Guy Fieri. He actually finds out he's talking to Gal Gadot and he's super disappointed that it's not Guy Fieri and he really wanted to be friends with Guy Fieri. Oh, okay, that's funny. Why is Gal Gadot impersonating Guy Fieri? Because Gal Gadot just wants to be like love for her mind, not her hot, hot, sexy, hot, hot body. Like she's tired of being seen as an object, so she goes on the internet and like LARPs as Guy Fieri, someone with like a disgusting body, but an incredible mind. Oh my God, I love it. This is brilliant. This needs to come out. Family Guy Studios, please come watch. <laughs> All right. And, and this is just a quick, just a quick sub prediction. Yeah, you're fine. If not the Family Guy movie, I think there will be a King of Queens made for TV movie. It'll be made for Netflix or made for Hulu, but it'll be called Return of the King of Queens. And I think Patton Oswalt's character is going to get arrested for shooting up at Denny's. <laughs> and I think it's going to be like them having to visit him in prison. And it's going to be like, oh, what happens when like your friend becomes like an incel terrorist? Like, oh, find out only in the return of the King of Queens on Peacock. Oh, my God. It would totally be on Peacock. But no, I think that ship has sailed. I think if anything, we're going to get a Kevin Can Wait straight to DVD movie. We already have Kevin Can Wait. We need the king to return. It's not coming back back i think they're done with that they're in their chinese babies because remember you got to incorporate the white baby and the chinese baby into that and i just think that's lore that they're not ready to take on right now they're, they don't have to bring those babies to the prison you can't bring a baby to prison actually i don't know can you can you bring a baby to prison i mean the people are gonna want to know where the fuck happened to the babies they're at home he's visiting he's visiting pat oswald's character so that's the entire straight to tv movie is him making one visit to jail and it's, visiting pat oswald's character. and then he gets switched for pat and oswald because they're both like chubby guys and their cousins and now he's in prison Pat Oswalt's free <laughs> Pat Oswalt like wants to run home and try to set something up with Leah Remini like it's a there's it's a whole switcheroo thing and then eventually like both Leah Remini and the King of Queens end up in jail and then Doug gets stabbed <laughs> with a prison shit yeah and then Doug gets stabbed with a prison shit oh oh have you read the script I have I think it was great I think we need more prison shankings though okay well look look we'll work in some more shankings right so those are uh, those are my first two predictions. I love them. I think, th I, I hope yours come true. I, I know the Family Guy one's going to come true. All right, what's your next prediction? Uh, my next prediction is that Pete Davidson is going to get canceled and he's going to get canceled hard. And then the internet is going to flip on him like a fucking pancake at a Waffle House. 
first off, real strong. <laughs> real strong. That guy has been riding too high for too long. Yeah, and you know something about it? He's been riding too high. And I've been burned so many times by like good boys of the internet yes. that I think that if you scratch that surface, something weird's underneath there. I'm not sure exactly what, but I think he's going to get, something's going to come out. I think it's either going to be because uh, he's going to, I think it's probably be going to be because he makes some kind of insensitive joke about one of his ex-girlfriends and then people start digging into like who he's been DMing when on Instagram and stuff and I think you're going to find some weird shit in there. I also think he'll be canceled. I don't know for what. It's just, he's like a guy at the casino who's on like the hottest streak of his life. Well, like for 10 years now, we've been seeing him pictured next to the world's most beautiful women at various hockey and basketball games. And it seems like they kind of pass him around, you know, like uh, like the, those jeans from that movie with the magic jeans. Yeah, it's a sisterhood of the traveling pants is what you're talking about. There's like a sisterhood of like letting Pete Davidson get into your pants amongst like A-list like female celebrities. I don't think he'll be caught DMing someone. I don't think it'll be like a sex thing because I think that would have happened by now. Like there's too much heat on him. I bet he makes a 9-11 joke and then a bunch <laughs> of people on TikTok try to cancel him. And he's like, no, no, I'm allowed to make 9-11 jokes. My, my dad, dad died, died on 9-11. <laughs> oh, my God. You're totally right. He would do that. I don't think I don't think he would care about TikTok canceling him, though. I don't think I feel like what's going to happen. My prediction is that he's going to make some kind of off color joke about one of the girls that he's dated. And then she's going to get on TikTok and be like, oh, he made this misogynistic joke about me. Well, here's a bunch of DMs where he like wants to come on my feet or something, something that kind of canceling. Oh, okay. So like Army Hammer, I want to eat you canceling. Yeah, something like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's think about this logically for a second. He's already had the choicest, A-listest ladies you can get with. Regular sex, don't do it for him anymore. He's got to take a bite of your flesh. Right. I think there's something fucking weird there. I don't know what's going down in those DMs, but if it's complete, if you told me it's completely, everybody's been killing me, it's completely normal. He's a totally normal guy and he's just really funny and that's why he's pulling these models and I'm sorry, I'm just not buying it. I'm just not buying it. I just not buying that he's pulling like this because he's funny and he's got a 12 inch, 10 inch white penis, according to Kanye West. You genuinely don't, of course that's why it's, it's, it's like that Seinfeld episode where George dates one model so he's passed by the rest of them. Like, the moment you date the most beautiful woman in the world, you've got like 30 years of halo effect on you. It just, it doesn't seem right. It seems fucked up. And I hope we get to the bottom of this in 2023. I agree. It's not right. Like Elon Musk's dad having a kid with his own stepdaughter isn't right. But rich people do things. That's what they do. They're out of normal things to do. Pete Davidson, two words, blood, play. I'm telling you, we're going to find out he's into blood play. And I bet a section of women that find him attractive would, that will enhance his power with them. Of course. Whatever the fucked up ones. I don't know. Pete Davidson, he gives me the he, he gives me the ick. He gives me the eebie-jeebies. I don't know why. You're, I, 
I think you're protesting a little bit too much. I guess so. <laughs> I think you like Pete Davidson. I don't. I don't think he's funny. I do. You don't even think someone's funny to like them? Look at us. Do you think he's hot? No. You don't think he's hot? No, I, I absolutely detest his neck tattoos, and I think he looks dirty, but not in like the fun type of dirty way. What's a fun type of dirty? Like like Saul Goodman is a fun type of dirty That's way. That's true. That's true. God, Bob Odenkirk, amazing. The face made out of granite. All right. I agree that Pete Davidson will be soft canceled in 2023. I don't think it's going to be that he ended up kidnapping Kanye West kids. But I think 2023 is the year when we all fall out of love with Pete Davidson. I predict that too. All right, let's hear your next one. In 2023, I predict that Mr. Beast will put a bunch of toddlers in a pit and see who wins and call it like the toddler pit challenge. And it will become the most viewed YouTube video of all time, netting him a cool $8,000 in ad revenue. And per day, I assume. No, just total. I mean, I don't think they make a ton of money off the ad revenue. Oh, dude, bro. People make tons of money off YouTube. Off the ad revenue or off the sponsorship deal? Beats the fuck out of me, but it's Mr. Beast, bro. This is the guy that made Squid Games this in is real what, life. This is what you're honing in on? The yeah. $7,000 in ad revenue thing? Yes, he's Not a the toddler pit thing? Well, the toddler pit thing sounds funny as fuck, and I hope that does happen. I don't think they make a ton of money off ad rev. I think that I think it's like an all-inclusive thing. They're selling the t-shirts and they're selling subscriptions and they're this. I, I don't know. I heard a long time ago, YouTube just was like, okay, no more ad rev for people because we found that they will still make YouTube content even without a ton of ad rev. Well, that does not match the information I was provided with, but what what the fuck do I know? So Mr. Beast is going to get a bunch of toddlers, put them in a pit, and then I assume make them fight? Well, I think they're going to end up fighting. I mean, they're all in a pit, and there's only one way out, and it's over each other. Yeah, how do they get out? What's the objective of being in the pit? Survive. Oh, okay. Last toddler wins, or first toddler out. So, like, if you've got the gumption, the moxie, the drive to, like, Make a step ladder out of your toddler opponents. You're out. You win. Then you're a baby beast. Yeah. What do you win? Is there- the title of baby beast. When money, right? At, he well, has to give him money. Look, money's expensive. That's true. One of those hamburgers. One of the Mr. Beast burgers. One of the maybe one of the ones that's named after one of his friends, like the Rob Taco. Or uh, he there's satellite beasts, right? There's like satellite beasters. Yeah, there are. A prize worth killing for the Mr. Beast burger. It comes with avocados and fried onions, I think. Yeah. I think I just we're running out of stuff for him to do. Like he like how many times is that guy going gonna go around just handing people money? How many times is that guy guy gonna make a Squid Games in real life? We gotta take this to the next level. He's gotta make Wednesday in real life next. That's what the kids are into. Wednesday in real life, yeah, the Netflix series about Wednesday Adams. Okay, now you and I did watch every single episode of Wednesday recently. Oh my god, it was so fucking bad. I hate that show. <laughs> I don't hate it. I would find it aggressive. I would say it was aggressively mediocre. It's a, it's like a 
kids supernatural it's like a supernatural soap opera for kids like what were you expecting i was fucking bored i was fucking bored the whole time and i don't care about any of these characters i don't care about the fucking beef wednesday has with her mom because she doesn't want to be a housewife god that teen drama is so hard to watch you didn't care about any of the characters you didn't care about lurch the funny butler who looks like a frankenstein i think i had to ask you who that was it was lurch you didn't care about Uncle Fester? I did like Uncle Fester. Yeah. Uncle Fester's in the new Wednesday, and he's played by Fred Armisen, and he's great. He looks exa- He is aged to perfection into the role of Uncle Fester. He's constantly trying to eat bees, and he's talking about all the lobotomies that he gets for fun. To remember, this is the thing with the Adams family is... They're constantly throwing knives at each other and trying to kill each other. It's fun. They're like a fun, weird family of murderers who live in a big, crazy house. I mean, yeah, maybe I'm just not the target audience anymore, but man, it feels like every fucking line was a setup for some dumb joke. And it's like, it was exhausting. It was like tiring. I remember sitting there talking about the first two episodes with you over dinner, and I was like, I want to watch this so we could talk about it on the show. But man, is it a slog. Like it to sit through these episodes. Look, they do something weird with this Wednesday show. They decide to put a fish in water. So Wednesday Adams, she's a spooky girl, and we know this from the Ennis Family movie. She's constantly like tying Pugsley to a wheel and spinning the wheel around and throwing knives at the wheel. And Wednesday, she's spooky. So what do they do? They send her to Spooky Academy. What is it called? Evermore? Nevermore? Neverland? It's called Nevermore because it's named after the Edgar Allan Poe uh, poem. Nevermore, which is her new school that she goes to where she is immediately the best at all the classes and the archery team and fencing. And she gets her own personal uniform. So she stands out. Everybody at the school has to wear the uniform except for Wednesday. (laughs) Who gets her own personal one? And uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to spoil it, but I would not recommend. Six out of ten. It really triggers you when someone doesn't wear the school uniform because you've brought that up about animes before because it's like it's like it's so cliche like we have a main character and we need this main character to stand out from all the other dumb pointless characters you don't need to care about what do we do make them look different and it's like make them look different in a way that makes no fucking sense for the context (laughs) i think the problem is is less the fact that like everyone else was wearing a blue uniform and she was wearing a black and white uniform. And more the problem that she went to a school with like werewolves and sirens and vampires and mummies and stuff. You want her to stand out? Send her to a normal school. You unleash Wednesday Adams on the world. She's like a little crazy little murder psycho girl. You put her in normal. You put her in Pleasantville. That's a TV show. Yeah, and it was just like, like they try to set up this thing between there are two classes of people, normies and outcasts, but then it never really defines like what an outcast is. Or I why. believe they're called freaks. Uh, they call them freaks and outcasts. It's interchangeable. Really? I, I assume the freak is the pejorative version of outcast. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Uh, no, my next uh, prediction is in 2023, Elon Musk is going to try to make a new internet. Uh, uh, 
Tell me more. Okay, so you got Web 3.0 or Web 2.0, whatever the fuck. I know nothing about it, but I know nerds won't shut the fuck up about it. I predict, so you know how we have the internet now, right? You know yeah. how you could just log on to the internet? Yeah. Well, you know how we also have Tor, the Tor yes. browser? We could log into like the hidden wiki and search for websites that aren't accessible on the clear net. I think Elon Musk is going to try to make, attempt to make another internet only specifically with sites hosted through some dumb process that he uses and vets to make sure that his internet uh, nobody's saying mean things about him. Well, he's gonna he's gonna have some better excuse for it, like anti-terrorism or something. But it's gonna actually be so nobody's saying mean things about him. I think Elon Musk is one of those no anonymity people, right? Uh, it's it seems like it's turning that way. Yeah, I think he's one of those people who's like, I want you to use your real name so that I can sue you if you say something mean about me. Yes, I can see Elon Musk making his own partitioned Tesla net because the thing he keeps like saying, he's like, I'm going to launch a phone soon. It's going to explode in your pocket and kill you. <laughs> Have it lit? Yeah. It's, uh, so I can, I can see a thing where he's like, and this phone runs on its own unique partitioned internet that is totally safe from terrorism right it's like it's gonna be called elon safe space like so elon net or musk net or something like that it's like you know how north korea you can get on the internet in north korea but there's like six websites you can go to yeah. it's gonna be something like that amsterdam zombo.com Right, I don't know exactly how he's gonna do it, but he's probably gonna like dick ride Trump to have that be the Musknet, be the official internet of Parlor or whatever the fuck he has, Truther. I mean, it's not hard to do. It's not hard to build your own little partition thing. Like he could, yeah, no, he could definitely do that. No, I could definitely see him doing that. I have a similar prediction, which is that Elon Musk will accidentally post his gaping asshole on Twitter. His gaping asshole. Yes. I think it, it's going to be, uh, he's just going to fat finger it. Like there's just going to be a picture <laughs> of his hole on Twitter. Okay. Well, I completely agree with you and I really like where this is going. Now, my question to you would be, how would he get a picture of his, was he just taking it? Was he looking for hemorrhoids? <laughs> was he sending it to a girl? <laughs> it is literally going to be this simple. He drops his phone. <laughs> it snaps a picture of his hole. <laughs> like he just, and it, just, it somehow gets tweeted. I, I, he will not do this intentionally. But here's the thing he will then say that he did this as a joke. And a bunch of like thousands and thousands of Musk bros are going to start showing their hole on Twitter. And be like, oh, this is like a joke. We're all just showing our holes. Like, it's cool. Like, Daddy Elon showed his hole. Now we're all showing our holes. And it's eventually going to lead to, like, an event that there's going to be a Wikipedia page about. And it's going to be called Holopalooza 23. <laughs> hole gate. Hole, there you go. Hole gate. And it's just from one hole. It's his hole is going to be the hole that sucks us into a world of new holes. Oh, my God. None of which we wanted to see. His black hole was the black hole for holes. Yes, Exactly. Can you see Elon doing this? Uh, yeah, I could totally see Elon accidentally like tweeting, like tweeting a picture, shoving something up his butt to post a, or <laughs> on 4chan or send to a girl that he accidentally posted on Twitter. And it's immediately screenshot, but it's too late by that point. And then he's going to do something like, haha, this is another move in my 4D chess game to prove that uh, 
pornography can be posted and Apple won't ban you, but they do ban you for my political opinions <laughs> or something. And then he's going to poop in his diaper and all the Elon Musk bros will be like, bravo, he's playing 60 chess. I think this is the prediction that's most likely to come true so far. I do too. Predictions. It's just all the pieces are there. Just a slight breeze is all it's going to take to see that guy's asshole. Right, what's your next prediction? Okay, my next prediction. Remember, these are going in order of how likely they are are to happen. So they're getting more far-fetched okay. as we go down. Uh, my next prediction is that the Zeus Network is going to dissolve or rebrand after someone dies during a filming of a program, probably Baddies West auditions. But why? Ba- okay, first, A, what's Baddies West okay, auditions? Let me tell B, you. B, why specifically that show over other shows? Oh, I will enlighten you. Stereo. So my friends, my friends that I went on the cruise, with recently told me about this new show on the Zeus Network, which I believe we've talked about before, home of Jocelyn's Cabaret, uh, Baddies West Auditions. Now, uh, they explained to me the premise of this show, and my first thought was, wow, that shouldn't be legal. So... (laughs) Here's, here's, take from this what you will. So the premise of Baddies West is there's a show called uh, Baddies, Baddies South, Baddies East, Baddies Houston. There's a whole series of them. It's just about, it's basically the bad girls club. You get a bunch of women with poor attitudes, put them together in a house, watch them fight and film it. <laughs> Provide them with endless liquor, watch them fight, film it. It's cheap. It's quick. Everybody loves it. That's so. it? Wait. That's the premise of the show. Correct. Just a bunch of random strangers get drunk and fun. But like, are they are these girls rich? Like the, the the Real Housewives? Are they the wives and girlfriends of athletes or wags? Are they married to medicine? Like, what unites these baddies? Well, they're all definitely not those things. Any of those <laughs> things, actually. Um, what makes you? What qualifies you to be on baddies is you have to be a baddie. You just got to be a baddie. And I watched the first two episodes of Baddies West auditions. Which is funny because it seems like they don't even know what the connect unifying theme of baddies is. Because the first thing you have to do at your baddies audition is explain why you are a baddie. And it seemed like there's no clear definition. They were just kind of picking a bunch of people. So what is a, what's the connecting theme with the people in the house? They're baddies. What is a baddie? Fuck you. It's whatever you think it is. And whatever's going to create the most entertainment. Yeah. So Baddies West Auditions. That is baddies. Now, Baddies West Auditions is the pre-show to that where apparently the Zeus Network, they held one audition that they told everybody to line up. One audition in Oakland. Told everybody line up at some crazy time, like nine in the morning. They were like, you cannot leave. If you leave this audition, then your spot's gone. Like, that's it. There's no other chance to be a baddies West. So they kept these women here for like some crazy about like eight hours without food. And they're like pouring liquor in their mouths. It, it was like fire festival except on purpose. There was no food and a bunch of guys walking around with bottles of Hennessy just pouring them in women's mouths as they like shook their ass. And they're even getting in fights before the judges arrive. There are judges? Yes, there are judges. So that's who you're auditioning for is you have to audition for a number of baddies. I don't know any of them. My friends seem to recognize them, so I guess they're from other Zeus programmings. But a bunch of women sit down and they ask them each one by one to come up and explain why they're a baddie. And of course, everybody's drunk at that point. So someone one will walk up and then another one will come in and try to move on her turf and then they'll fucking fight each other. And then, of course, the hosts are also drunk too. So the one is fucking either high or on something or drunk so she's like no you want to be a baddie you got to fight somebody and the producers and the security are like no no don't tell them to do that 
And she's like, no, no, you want your spot? You got to fight somebody. So they're encouraging them when they get in fights with other potential cast members, The uh, they're getting rewarded with uh, slips to go on to the next round of the audition. So you're very heavily incentivized to drink to excess and then beat the shit out of someone. For a spot, maybe on baddies. They've also told me that there are no spots, which I, I don't know if that's true or not. But either way, I don't think you should be allowed to do this. Wait a minute. The show is called Baddies West Auditions. Correct. But it sounds like your friends are saying that there is no show that is just called Baddies West. Baddies Audition West Auditions is produced by the Zeus Network, and there is no show on the Zeus Network called Baddies West. So these people are all auditioning for a fake show, maybe, that may never exist? Maybe. Like, they're just auditioning for nothing? Maybe. There could be very real possibility the Zeus Network is like, ah, nah, we're not making this anymore. I mean, they've already got all of them to fight. I mean, I don't know how many, you know, it's kind of like in wrestling, like once everybody fights each other and once everybody's been a good guy and a bad guy, that's kind of it. That's it. We've seen all the matches. Right, exactly. What baddies shows do exist? Uh, according to the Zeus Network, we got Baddies South, Baddies Atlanta, Baddies South the Reunion, Baddies Atlanta the Reunion, and Bad Boys Los Angeles, which is in the baddies universe, but it's gay men this time. Baddies West. Because if you look at the existing map of the baddies, they have not yet reached the West. This is the most plausible possible baddies and i think it's gonna not make it to air though because i think somebody's gonna die during filming or uh perhaps i think it's gonna be some kind of deal like that girl that died in mexico like the, she's gonna uh one of the women on the baddies is gonna get really drunk and then get into a fight with somebody and like the, she's gonna punch her in a way that just like does something to her the where her neck connects to her spinal column yeah. and that's gonna be one hit and then dead I agree with you. And then I think the Zeus Network is going to go out of business. And I think they're going to come back as like the Aries Network. And right. it, like they're going to be like, hey, congratulations, you sued Zeus. They have no assets and no money. That's why I said it either re dissolves or rebrands after someone dies. <laughs> I'm going to say both. Dissolves, then rebrands. Possible. Very possible. All right. What do you got? That's a really, that's really good. Thank you. This is the year the Zeus Network claims its first victim. <laughs> You're absolutely right. They've been playing too fast and too loose with this security until this point. Like that, that Zeus security needs some fucking training. That's all I'll say. Here's my next prediction. Kanye West will officially convert to Judaism but purely so he can't be accused of being anti-Semitic. Oh, that's brilliant. He's going to convert to Judaism. He's going to find like a nice rabbi who's going to be like, I want to show him like the beauty of Jewish culture and like I want to see if I can change this guy's mind. And then Kanye West is going to go say a bunch of horrifically anti-Semitic things and we're all going to be like, eh, it's his culture. He's allowed to make these jokes. Hey, Woody Allen was allowed to make a lot of those jokes. He's allowed to make these jokes. I bet he does that and then makes those jokes and he gets like spiritually excommunicated or something. Like whatever the Jewish version of the Pope is, it's like, nah, <laughs> no, I know you did everything you were supposed to do to convert, but nah. <laughs> I don't know that you can be excommunicated from Judaism. Really? If you could, we would know that word. You could be drummed right out of the Catholic religion, which is 
real stupid and crazy now that you think about it because it's like, look, we're bleeding Catholics over here. We need all the Catholics we can get. We need to be closing ranks and being like, no one's allowed to leave Catholicism. Like, we need to like put down prison bars and be like, uh, uh, uh. I'll tell you what. One Catholic out, two Catholics in. You better have babies and they better be Catholic. And then maybe we'll excommunicate you. Yeah, see, it's interesting because I-, I thought you could get kicked out of any religion. Like, you can get excommunicated from being a Mormon. I think it's just called excommunication. But I, I don't know who would kick you out of being a Jewish person, though. That's, that's the thing. There's like a bunch of Mormons in Salt Lake City who are like the head of the Mormons. We got like one pope. I don't know that there's like a Jewish pope or council. Although the internet would tell you differently. But I don't think they're correct. Yeah, he gets kicked out of the Illuminati. That makes perfect sense. It's like you can be kicked out of like the Methodists. I think there's I think there's a head Methodist, and I think it's Method Man. Well, there should be a head Judaism person too. I don't look, I agree. Haven't they been through enough? They deserve it. We need somebody to handle all their complaints. Yeah, come on. I but Look, I think that's going to happen. I think he's going to have like a big bar mitzvah and he's going to release like a special sneaker at it that like you can only get if you're invited to his bar mitzvah. And like those sneakers are going to be flipped for like $30,000 on eBay and things like that. I think he's going he's to like get up there. I think he's going to like release a, like a Klezmer album, but then he's going to be like, ha I was doing that ironically the whole time. Look, you know what? I'm losing my prediction because now I'm predicting that he genuinely earnestly gets into Jewish culture, which you would have to be to release a Klezmer album. Have you heard that music? It's fucking terrible. I don't even know what that word means. You know what Klezmer is? No, what you is it? you heard Klezmer? I've not. Think polka. Okay, I'm thinking polka. I mean, that's it. It's the same. It's like the same thing. It's like Jewish polka is klezmer music. Okay, well, thank you for enlightening me. I've learned a new word today. <laughs> what if 2023 is the year that I get into polka? Really? You know, wait, let me think about this for a second. Weird Al like polka. Weird Al loves being liked. He's not dead. Oh, he's, he's not dead yet? He didn't, his movie just came out on Tubi. Tubi? Well, there you go. Nobody's watching that. It's on Tubi. Oh, it's free. And you could watch it. We could watch it right now for free. No, thanks. It's on Tubi. We're not going to, though. We're not going to do that, though. If I got if I got really into polka, you know what I'd have access to? The good blintzes. I'd have access to, like, the absolute weapons-grade Polish food. Just, like, latkes and blintzes and what, you, you know, like, sometimes, like, you're in a Polish restaurant and they have that like ricey stuff inside the blintz. What are you, fuck are you talking, what is a blintz? What the fuck are you, what are these words you're saying? You know what a blintz is? No. A blintz is like, it's like a crepe that's filled with cream cheese and some kind of delicious jelly. So it's like both a dinner and a dessert. It's a blintz. It's the best of both worlds. Well, I, and it comes with rice that you don't know how to identify? There's some kind of grain. That's in Polish cooking. And like, it always tastes terrible. Imagine quinoa. Polish cooking has some sort of quinoa type thing in it. And every time I have it, it tastes bad. But I get so into polka music that I'm like invited to secret polka parties. And then polka ladies are serving me Polish food. And I eat it. I go, "Mm, I get it now. I get it. 
this quinoa thing. You had it going on with the quinoa thing. I agree. You should get into polka. You should become a polka person. I would have thought you'd have more here because I know that you are super into Ukrainian food. I like pierogies and that is it. I don't think I've... You don't like pierogies. You make pierogies. You got a pierogi crimper. You got a pierogi crimper. Yeah, see, listener, I do be liking pierogies. I make sometimes. I make the dough myself, which I think is very impressive because it fucking, it takes forever. Listener, if the key to getting your pierogies the right size when you're making them is to get a mason jar and you take the lid off and you put flour around the rim of the mason jar and after you roll your dough, you stick it and you use that as kind of a cookie cutter and then you fill it with whatever you want. Then you can. You can just boil them and eat them like that but i like to boil them and put them in the pan and pan fry them a little bit because it makes the cheese a little melty which i like the other night when we found that secret ukrainian restaurant that was like for some reason inside a train station it was weird oh yeah it was just called ukrainian food or something it was called ukrainian food and their logo was the flag of ukraine (laughs) um they had the boiled ones they did not have the pan fried ones and that was the first time ever i was like you know what Maybe those, maybe these don't need to be pan fried. They taste really good just boiled. Yeah, they don't taste bad. They're very good just boiled. Usually when they boil them, they cover them in like butter and onions. Yeah. Very good shit. You and I have had quite a few pierogi adventures in New York City. This is just all coming to me now. Yeah. There was the other day when we went to like pierogi Pete's. Which was that place where like we got those dessert pierogies, which were just pierogies full of pudding. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was full of what, like chocolate pudding? It, they, whatever the hell they did was amazing. Those were fucking amazing. Dessert pierogies. Really, really good. We had dinner pierogies and then dessert pierogies. And then, remember all the different times we've gone to the Pierogi Brothers? Oh, yeah. Listeners, if you're ever in New York in the basement of somewhere in, what is it, the West Village? No, it's in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Really? Yeah. Somewhere in Brooklyn, there's a mall. (laughs) If you go in the basement of it, there's a pierogi store called the Pierogi Brothers. And the gentleman that works there is very funny, but he is very, very talkative. (laughs) And He's he's drunk all the time. Oh, yeah. He's lit as fuck. But the food, very good. You know, I can't deny, put, just douses it in butter. And it's so good. The first time I went to Pierogi Brothers, we made the mistake of sitting at the counter. And he, this dude was drunk off his ass and just would not stop telling us about his D&D campaign. Oh, yeah, that motherfucker talked for like 35 straight minutes. And it's like, and the problem was the pierogies were excellent. So we're kind of trapped. Yeah, right. We have to keep going back there because the food is really good. We wanted the pierogi. And then here, this guy... Talking, oh, elves, oh, common, oh, dark vision, infra vision, oh, all this D&D stuff. And look, don't you think I want to talk about D&D? I do. But I not I want it to be at the time of play. I don't want it for I don't want DD forced on me. I'm just trying to eat my pierogies here, okay? I'm right. trying to have a day with my fiance, eat some pierogies. Then hear about your campaign. I'll tell you about my campaign. It's great. But the thing is, it's like, well, we did want more pierogies. So we got a couple more co- courses of pierogies. We, we're stuck with the guy. Next time we go to Pierogi Brothers, I go up to him. I say, Sriracha, wait here. <laughs> I'm going to get it and run. <laughs> I say, Sriracha, wait here. So I, I have her positioned by the escalator. I took 20 steps forward and I said, hey, we want like 16 pierogies to go. <laughs> and the guy's like, you want him to go? I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll take him to go. We're, we're gonna, we have to go to a movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're gonna take him to the we gotta take these programs to the movie and he's like are you sure you don't want to just like sit down I mean, we got a lot of space at the counter i'd love to but we have to go get plants we have a lot of space at the counter and a lot of empty noise to fill with my mouth <laughs> and then we took the pierogies he gave us all the pierogies and we just like went around the corner and hid and like we ate them like in a secret corner like rats like shamefully shoving these pierogies in because we're like we don't want the guy to see us then he's gonna ask why we didn't want to sit with him and we should have brought him to the movie should have snuck him in he wanted to talk through the whole movie <laughs> the guy? Yes. Oh, I meant sneak the pierogies. No, oh, well. I mean, I guess we could have brought the guy, but he probably had to work. Yeah, that's true. He is one of the pierogi brothers. You and I, we have trouble settling on a movie sometimes. Yeah, no, because I don't have the attention span for movies. You have a much higher tolerance for movies than I do, and you want to see, like, normal movies. I feel like my only attention span... The only time I have an attention span long enough for a movie is if it's, like, weird. Like, Dr. Strangelove. That was good. Yeah. So, what we've been doing is Sriracha's been picking the movie, and we've just been going. <laughs> like, because it's like, that's easier. Let her pick the thing. I don't like movies with, like, psychological drama. I don't like things where people are fighting a lot. I don't like that stuff. I like funny movies. But, like, my taste is so weird, because, like, I only want to see either, like, weird documentaries... Or Marvel movies. Yeah. And like nothing in between. Like six different times me and Rancher have been out like in the middle of the night. And I've been like, oh my God, the, the the Kurt Vonnegut documentary is starting in like 10 minutes. It's three and a half hours long. You could sleep through the whole thing. Don't worry. Let's just go. I just want your warm body next to me. I'll eat all the popcorn. And you can take a $20 nap. Yeah. You know what? You should do that. You know what? Well, you should have your own little stereos day where you go in the city and you could do impulsive things like that. Like randomly stop at seven o'clock to watch a fucking four hour long movie. It's crazy. Vonnegut, he's a, he's a very important cultural guy. Or Black Panther 2. I want to see Black Panther 2. I've never seen Rancho more disinterested in a movie than she was in Black Panther 2. I'm, I don't want to go see a Marvel movie ever. Just never. I couldn't drag her to Spider-Man either. That's got Spider-Man in it. I spend all day on the internet fighting with Marvel fans who happen to wander into the Better Call Saul subreddit. I don't want to participate in their culture. I'm sorry, you do what? I spend all day. That's what I do. As listeners, if you're ever curious how much of a fucking loser I am, uh, I spend all day in the Better Call Saul subreddit six months after the show ended and just argue with people over characterizations. And about once a day, I run into a person who's like... Did Howard or slash Nacho slash Mike slash whatever fucking character really deserve to die? It didn't sit with me well how Lalo killed Howard. He didn't do anything wrong. It's like, yes, stupid. People die who don't deserve to die all fucking time in the show. Remember when Todd walked outside and fucking murked Jesse's girlfriend for literally no other reason than to torture him into making more meth just in the middle of a residential area for nothing? You didn't say shit about that, but no, Spider-Man starts at 9.30. Go watch that if you want uh, only the bad guys to get bad things happen to them. Oh, uh, did Uncle Ben deserve to die uh, when he got killed by that romper? I mean, Uncle Ben didn't do anything. Did he deserve to die? Yes, he did, asshole. Because the point is that Spider-Man could have stopped the robber, but he decided not to because he was real high on his own supply, having just beaten Randy Macho Man Savage in a wrestling match, and that's why Uncle Ben got murked. The whole point of the Spider-Man series 
is that everybody deserves a second chance, but not everybody gets one. Shut the fuck up. Well, I'm sorry, what? Shut the fuck up. Hey, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? Keep what? walking. Keep walking. Huh? Huh? I, know the, I know the point of Better Call Saul. Is it my point? Is it my turn or your turn to talk? It's that, it's that everybody deserves a second chance, but not everybody gets one. That is true. Better Call Saul. <laughs> I saw something. Better Call Saul. Follow- okay, listeners, why am I repeating this? It's something Rancho said. You're right, it is. And is that something from the Reddit? Why am I saying this? No, it's just, I, I don't know what you're doing. It's just something I said offhand during dinner one time, I think. But you made a real big point of it. You were like, the theme of Better Call Saul is that everybody deserves a second chance, but not everybody gets one. Yeah, that was... And then I, you cut into a piece of steak, and uh, you point it, and you like flick the steak at me a little bit, and then you ate it all self-satisfied. Well, listener, I don't remember that happening. <laughs> I guess, according to Asterios, it did. All right. My next prediction is that Nathan Masry has to jump ship for cartoon characters, and his next cartoon acquisition is Johnny Bravo. And also, he becomes a pickup artist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. He becomes... He takes, he heeds the lessons of Jonathan Bravo. He puts on sunglasses and like spikes his hair up all big and starts going, whoa, mama. No, he doesn't become Johnny Bravo. He becomes a pickup artist. I didn't Johnny say successful Bravo one. Pickup, Johnny Bravo is a pickup artist. Okay, but he doesn't become a cartoon character, a real life caricature of Johnny Bravo. He does try to become a pickup artist though. And he does try to shift from business coach to dating coach. But wouldn't it be simpler if he became a pickup artist dating coach? Coach, and he called it the Bravo method. And he's like, you got to flex your guns and go like, oh, baby. Like, you got to, you know, you got to talk about your blue suede shoe. What if he like, starts a whole new thing called Bravoism? That'd be great. I mean, I could totally see Nathan Masri making up. He loves those little keywords like that, like made up words. Like, you've got to give her the Bravoism. Huh? And something dumb like that. I think he's going to write another book. And maybe that's just fan fiction for me, though, because I really do want him to write another book. No, I want him to write another book, too. All right. Nathan Masri licenses Johnny. Okay, let's separate these two things out for a second. Why does he license Johnny Bravo? Uh, that's a great question, Asterios, because he is selling Johnny Bravo-themed lasagnas, pizzas, and hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because Johnny Bravo works out a lot, right? And muscles, to build muscles, you need to eat protein, like the protein found in Johnny Bravo grain-fed hamburgers or whatever the fuck is left over from Penguin Pickup from Scooby-Doo. I love it. I love that. I love that he's just falling further and further down the ladder. I mean, I had a very similar prediction. My really? prediction was... Nathan Masry will license the teen from Zitz. You know the comic strip Zitz? Oh, yeah. His name is Jeremy. His name is Jeremy. <laughs> Nathan Masry will license Jeremy from Zitz to sell untested skincare products that, like, burn your face. They, like, burn. They don't just tingle. Like, they burn your face. But he's going to send a bunch of it to beauty influencers and they're going to be like, oh, it's working. I feel it. It's working. And then Jeremy's cream will become a global bestseller and we will kill ourselves. That's right. Nathan Masri will finally have his first successful business venture. And it'll be because beauty influencers are ridiculous. Oh, my God. Asterius, I hope this prediction doesn't come true. I'm not ready to die. 
even more important. I, I mean, I am ready to die, but I think that Nathan coming up with a more successful business idea is bound to happen first. I mean, if he's going to keep coming up with ideas, one of them, just by the law of averages, one of them has to work. I mean, yeah, you would think. You would think that like a stop clock would be right two times a day. But the thing about Nathan is he can't ever do anything right. That's why I'm fascinated by him. So, I mean, yeah, he's fucking stabbed a bunch of times in the dark. But look where it's got him thus far. I predict we're on the same trajectory. And the next project is Bravo Care or some shit. Bravo Care? Yeah, Bravo. Bravo, Bravo Eats. Bravo Eats. Johnny, Johnny eats. eats. Johnny Eats. All right. No, I love it. And he's going to be like, and of course, the place where it would be the Bravo Network. And everyone's going to be like, no, not at all. Actually, the Bravo Network has nothing to the The audience for the Bravo Network and the audience for Johnny Bravo could not be more different. He's like, no, I have, I'm going to have me. Um, I have, I'm going to have a meeting over at uh, at Bravo. Oh, I had a very interesting meeting over at Bravo, and it's going to be like he went to like the Bravo gift shop at like the NBC gift store. Right? Yeah, or he paid somebody to sit down and have a meeting with him, implying that he was going to buy something or license something from someone, and then it's just a stupid idea for like fucking hamburgers and hot dogs or something. He's going to get a cameo from what's her name? What's the skinny girl vodka name? Girl. Bethany Frankel. He's going to get a cameo from Bethany Frankel. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Bethany loves Bravo. All right. So we both have Nathan Masry ideas. In your mind, does Bravo Eats fail? Uh, what do you think? Is serious? Okay. So this is interesting. I think 2023 is Nathan's year. You think differently. We'll see who gets the $5 Starbucks gift card. We'll see. Do you have any other predictions? Yes. My last and final prediction, which I think is least likely happens, is Azalea Banks gets arrested for something. I don't know what. Maybe killing a cat on Instagram Live, probably attacking somebody at a restaurant. Uh, She gets arrested. She demands the Illuminati lawyer. She, she goes on a big crusade every time she gets uh, her lawyer communicates with the media. I think she's going to demand, quote, the Illuminati lawyer. And then when she does not receive the Illuminati lawyer and is sentenced to time in jail, she's going to finally make new music. You know what? It's been 10 fucking years, Azalea. We need another album. I cannot keep defending you. If we locked her in a prison cell like Kanye West locked himself in that NFL stadium, she would ha- she would have to make a if we took her Twitter away, the only way she could make fun of people would be via rap. You would think, but uh, Twitter actually took her Twitter away a very long time ago. Yeah, but I mean, oh, her phone. We, we got because like she could still Instagram shit post, right? Yeah, that's we true. We take away her phone and we give her a and we replace it with a little microphone, a little two track recording thing. Yeah, yeah. That's my final prediction: is Azalea Banks what the inciting incident to get her to stop spending all her time fighting other celebrities and actually focus on her career is being locked in a cell. For 23 hours a day. I mean, the thing is, it's like, it's like you could still attack other celebrities, but if you do it through rap, it's like, then you can make some money off that. Like, Azalea, you can't make money off just busting on people on Instagram. There's no profit there. Yeah, exactly. She needs to harness her powers for good and use it to make, she's so fucking funny, dude. Like, she's got like Trump level insult powers and she uses it for the worst things possible. I know, I, I also like Azalea Banks. I mean, at least I like <laughs> the things she says about the people I don't like. All right, my final prediction is that Sarantia Rogers will get into yoga 
break her fucking spine <laughs> and refuse medical attention for weeks because a girl on TikTok said, quote, hospital food makes you fat. Oh, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, I could totally see me doing that. Yeah, that tracks. That's probably the most likely out of anyone that you've said this whole night. I think you're just going to be like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going to be like, you can't walk. You're like, no, 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 no. It's going to, no, no, it'll be good. It'll be, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be good. It'll be great. And then you're going to be taking like a bunch of like lying down selfies and like lying down TikToks. And then like eventually, I think my mom and your mom will have to combine like Voltron to get you to the hospital. And combine both your powers to get Slippin' Jimmy to <laughs> Her back fixed. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and even then, you're going to be like, I'm not eating this food. And they're going to put you like in, on an IV or something. I did. That definitely would happen. I would eat like a little bit of whatever the protein is and then give it back. And the nurse would be like, you have to eat all of it. And I'd be like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would have to stick you in those nerds gummies. And I would say, take it. I would say, beat it fat. <laughs> nurse would be like you have to eat all your food and i'd say beat it fat no that is a good way to i mean it like when you say that enough to the nurses at dr now's clinic they will kick you out of the hospital which seems like what you'd want in this scenario oh speaking of hospital i had one more prediction i forgot to say of course what do you got so my final prediction is that uh demi lovato gets court ordered back to rehab and she makes a really big fucking deal out of it and she uh, tries to like i predict that she's gonna get in trouble with the law and rehab is gonna be or drug and alcohol counseling is gonna be part of whatever bullshit plea deal she gets like her bullshit club med celebrity plea deal but she's gonna act like it's fucking britney spears conservatorship (laughs) even though she's gonna like hit somebody with her car while she's high on drugs no no it will be the most warranted possible (laughs) (laughs) like 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 rehab sentencing there is right and then she's gonna get all over the fucking internet and be like no i'm being harassed and abused because she has to go into DNA meeting once a week or something. Isn't she in rehab right now? Oh, she's been in rehab multiple times. Yeah, I know. I heard I heard on that episode of Dark Side Jills, it was like a, she had a song about like all the times she's been in rehab or something. And it's like, wow, you've been in rehab so many times you could turn it into like the lyrics for a two and a half minute like pop punk dude. Right. But it, those those other times you see it was Demi's choice. But this time it's uh, going to be the state of California's state choice. Of California. And then Demi's not going to be happy about it. No, she's not happy about anything. Godspeed, Demi Lovato. We Godspeed. hope 2023 is your year. Um, oh. See, I think I have one or two more predictions here. I predict that I will buy all 13 seasons of MASH on DVD. (laughs) Really? And and it will quickly become your problem. Because I predict that the apartment is just going to have a lot of like big, ugly DVD boxes around. And you're constantly going to be like accidentally stepping on a disc and it's got like Klinger's face on it. Like, no, 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 be careful with that. That's got the commentary on it. The commentary is not available on streaming. You don't get the mesh commentary on the DVDs. And eventually I think that the mesh DVD situation is going to lead to the first ever legally binding 
pre-marriage divorce. <laughs> wait, we're divorcing over MASH? Or wait, what's the divorce? What's the pre-marriage divorce? The pre-marriage divorce is that the MASH DVD situation becomes untenable. Do you know how many MASH DVDs? You may not understand how many MASH DVDs there are. I'm I'm sorry. I guess I don't. We're talking like, what, a 20 DVD collection? 20? In your dreams, it's 13 seasons of MASH with... Commentary, bonus feature. This is like 170 discs. Like, bash on DVD, end to end, is the size of a toddler lying down. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm probably gonna have to leave you for that. We don't we don't got mash room and in it our will apartment. Be legally binding. Legally it, binding. The first legally binding. it'll be amazing. We're gonna make case law thanks to these mash DVDs. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Let's call Saul. And if that doesn't look, it's either gonna be that or 2023 is the year that I get Danzapilled. Danzapilled. Yeah, which is when I force you to watch like every single TV show where Tony Danza played a character named Tony. Is that like The Sopranos? Are you not aware of Anthony Dan- Anthony Tony Danza? No, do you know who you're fucking talking to? Is this like the, this? How many times? Okay, it's for the hundred millionth time at least. No, I know nothing about media or TV shows. Who the fuck is Tony Danza? I hope you're ready to get Danza pilled in 2023. I'm going to kill you. Tony Danza. You don't know who to- Tony Danza is one of America's leading lights and greatest treasures. Tony Danza is like a classic sitcom star, Taxi. He played a character named Tony in Taxi. Taxi. The, the, you know, the sitcom about Judd Hirsch and they're all working in the taxi shop. Mary Lou Henner's in there. Taxi. Nothing. The show that gave Danny DeVito to the world, Taxi. Nothing. Who's the boss? You've heard of who's the boss. I know that as a reference from Family Guy. Uh, and can you be very specific about how they reference who's the boss in that episode of Family Guy? Uh, because they have to create a parade float. And mm-hmm. so their theme of their parade float is the episode of who's the boss when Tony walks in on a, a young blonde woman in the shower. Uh, yes. Uh, an Angela. Angela. An Angela in the shower. Tony Danza is Tony Michelli from that, from the Who's the Boss float. He's the guy who saw Angela in the shower. And Angela is played by Judith Light, who is, you know, she uh, plays a judge on a lot of the, the Law & Order SVU shows you watch. I don't watch Law & Order SVU. You, sh- you don't watch Law & Order SVU? No, I can't name a single character on any iteration of it. That's so interesting because you seem like the most Law & Order SVU person I can think of. Really? Why you is that? You seem like the kind of person who would have seen like all 700 episodes of SVU like at the gym or something. Yeah, no, that sounds like me, but I usually get on, if it's not on Netflix, I can't easily access it. I don't think it's kick worthy, except for the boondocks. I've been really on a boondocks kick on uh, YouTube. Apparently it's old enough that whoever has the copyright just doesn't give a shit anymore. It's <laughs> all that. <laughs> Episodes are up on YouTube. I forgot the first season. Huey Freeman is canonically a radical left-wing terrorist because he retires. <laughs> I think where the series starts, he was, he's retired already. All right. Finally, Angels in the Outfield. What about it? Do you know it? No. Okay, well, 
I don't know. I'm sorry, bro. I don't know what you want me to give me here. I, how many times do I get it? You could reference like any anything else. Reference any other realm of anything. And I, I could probably give you a little bit more. But no, sir, I don't know who Donnie Dance is and probably never will at this rate. Angels in the Outfield is a kid's movie starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt where magical angels help people play baseball. And Tony Dance is one of the people that the angels help play baseball. It was a very important film. To There were like a bunch of films like this when I was a kid that were very important. Like uh, there was another movie called like Rookie of the Year, which is about a weird kid who like broke his arm or something. But now his arm could like throw super fast balls and then he becomes like a major league player. And like there were like a bunch of movies starring like dogs that played sports when I was a kid. Like the, the Air Bud, the basketball playing dog. The one they always played for us when we were in school is, what is it, The Longest Yard? What? The Longest Yard. You ever the see that? You mean the one with Adam Sandler? No. That's no. The Longest Yard. It's the movie about... Uh, the the African the homeless African American gentleman that gets taken in by the white family and taught how to play football. What and you, the, is that? The Blind Side. The Blind Side. That's yeah, that's not it. Not the Longest Yard. No, the Blind the Side. The Longest Yard is a movie about Adam Sandler playing football in prison. Well, the yard is the prison yard. Well, serious. This is the quality of movie references you get when you bring me here. The Blind Side. Yeah, the Blind Side. That's the one uh, sappy like. Narmi movie that they always used to play for us in school. They made you watch The Blind Side in school? Multiple times, yes. When I was in school, they made us watch Ladybugs, which was a movie where Jonathan Brandis, who's not a very good soccer player, dresses up like a girl to join the girls' soccer team where he is an incredible soccer player. At the time, we didn't really have sexism, so that really wasn't a big deal. Oh, so like reverse spend it like Beckham. Yes! That's exactly what it was like! <laughs> nice. They would show us that. They would also show us The Big Green, which was a movie where like it was like the Bad News Bears, but for football. They also showed us The Sandlot, which was like the Bad News Bears, but about baseball. They also showed us The Bad News Bears, which was like baseball. We watched, a, for some reason, when I was young, there were like a lot of funny sports movies, like Major League, which was about like an asshole who could pitch, or Unnecessary Roughness, which was about people who were like very rough on each other while playing football. This sounds like you didn't have funny sports movies. No, we didn't. I'm trying to think of, no, I, we didn't. I can't think of a funny sports movie that I've seen. You had sad or uplifting sports movies like Secretariat, the movie about that horse with a heart as big as a horse. A horse with a heart like a horse. <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, The Blind Side, I guess that's what we got. We got uh, Christmas Story. They played that a bunch in school too when I was a kid. I won 55 fucking dollars at a, a Christmas story slot machine when I was in Milwaukee. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It did everything, this a Christmas story slot machine. You get like a bunch of Red Rider BB guns. You were trying to shoot the kid's eye out. You could like slowly like decode the always drink your Ovaltine thing. And if you did, you could unlock like the decoder ring jackpot. Like, there were so many goddamn clips of a Christmas story, the a Christmas story slot machine. I probably watched all of a Christmas story while playing the a Christmas story slot machine. Oh, that's so lit. <laughs> I think you can license a Christmas story for like eight dollars. 
And I think that's what ended up happening with this thing. Really? Oh, yeah. that's crazy. They're all talking. They're playing all the music. Conspicuously absent. The Asian American food store owners. Well, yeah, conspicuously absent. Probably also how they sung that song. <laughs> 2000 and what? Well, look, I mean, you, oh, 2000. Oh, 196. I don't remember. I look, don't know what the movie is, man. Look, you can't have the song if you don't have the owners in the first. I mean, I guess you could. I guess you could spin this. I guess you could spin the wheel and just hear that song. Uh-huh. But it's if they've got clips of everyone else. It's so many. You know, how many, how many times I I watch this kid say fudge? You can't have racism against Chinese people in a casino. That is like that is no. like hanging up a no white sign in a fucking Brookstone store. No, you're right. That's our place. Exactly. Yeah. You ever see the fucking you walk? You can't walk through a casino without hitting something that's covered in like golden dragons. There are so many in like New York City. Like you want to go to the casino, it's expensive. It's like you got to take an Uber there. It's fifty dollars. You got to rent a car or whatever. Or you can go to Chinatown and just get on the free shuttle to the casino. It only goes to Chinatown, though. This shuttle knows where its bread is buttered. Yeah, I wouldn't say in forever. If they're going to make casinos in New York City, they should just make Governor's Island a whole casino. Nobody goes there anyway right now, right? No, I know. I went to Governor's Island one fucking time to look at an apartment. Yeah, no, nobody else goes there either. Let's just make it a casino. Fuck it. It'd be fucking great to have a goddamn casino (laughs) at Governor's Island. Well, listeners... You got to keep us honest on this because, as you know, we've already forgotten all our predictions. Yeah, call in and give us your predictions. Steers, what's that fucking phone number? You call 848-863-5343. That is 848-863-5343. Or record a little voice note on your phone. Email it to the loudest podcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear your 2023 predictions. And the most correct prediction I will send... A, a Starbucks, a five dollar Starbucks gift card to you. The most correct prediction. What does that mean? Well, if it comes true, the most. The most. If it comes true, the most. How is that possible? Well, how do you quantify that? Well, okay. So you said that Kanye West is going to be arrested for kidnapping. Yeah. Okay. Let's say Kanye West does get arrested, but for indecent exposure. Well, you're correct. He did get arrested, but it's not the most correct. That's just going to encourage people to make shitty predictions. Like, the sun will come out tomorrow. Like, yeah, that's 100% correct, but you're a pussy. Well, that's not really a take. That's not a prediction. That's just a fact. Yeah, get a good prediction in, then we'll talk Starbucks gift cards. And look, I'll probably just Venmo you $5 and put the word Starbucks in it. Like, I'm probably not going to go to the trouble of, like, going on to Starbucks, getting the gift card, getting your address, putting it in the mail. Like, I'm not going to spend $3 on stamps and cards to send you a $5 Starbucks gift card. Bottom line, the most correct prediction, you're getting, you're going to, your Starbucks is on me, baby. I mean, you know, if it's a grande. I oh, think if you're you get to Venti, it'll be more expensive. <laughs> yeah, no, Starbucks coffees, that was the joke for the longest time. Starbucks, oh, you're paying $5 for coffee. It's not even $5 anymore, bro. No, it's more It's than like that. seven. It's no. so expensive. And now that you can tip, I'm so fucking horny to tip. You're, you're fucked in the head. You're the only one that does that. You're the only one that gets a boner when they see the iPad screen spin around. I'm so fucking horny to tip at Starbucks. It's like it's like a drink now. I'm getting out of there for $9.95. That's what it's costing me. Because I'm not going to tip one. I'm going to tip two. I'm not going to tip three, okay? I'm going to tip two. 
You get $2. Inflation in this economy? No way. Nobody's getting tipped ever. You got a tip. What are you talking about? Nobody. You got a tip. People that get tipped. Ready? Girl who does my hair. Girl who does my eyebrows. Guy who waits on my tables. That's it. Nobody else. You don't tip your mailman? No. You got to tip your mailman. Otherwise, Wait. he's going to spike your packages right into the gutter. How much did you tip our landlord this year? Our landlord? How much did you tip our landlord? Yeah. I thought it was 20% annually. <laughs> I saw that on Reddit. You did? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was called r slash land chads or yeah. something. Yeah. It's just an ironic subreddit for land. No, I get it. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're telling me I'm going to have to tip our mailman. You, it sounds like you're not contributing anything to the mailman's tip. No, I have to cover the landlord tip and the doctor tip and the fucking guy who opens the door for me, the homeless guy who sometimes sits yeah, on the I subway. Yeah, I did that the other day. My mom made fun of me. Really? Yeah. So, so, so I'm at the UPS store, okay? Mom gives me a thing. She's like, take this to the UPS store. And we're out in the booties right now. So it's like the UPS store is 45 minutes away by car. So I drive the thing up and there's a guy holding the door for everybody and nobody's tipping the guy and I don't have any cash. So I just go, all right, let's go to a restaurant. Whatever he wants on me. And then we kissed. And so we went to like a Mexican place and he kept saying like more rice, more rice, the big rice, the big rice. And I, and they were like, they were pretending they didn't know what he meant. I was like, mas arroz. <laughs> Por favor. Mach arroz. And they still acted confused. I was like, dos, dos, okay, dos arroz. Por favor. Finally, they get out the big thing. for The guy's homeless. Can you give the guy some rice? You know this rice costs nothing. Just give him big rice, damn it. Give him so he ended up getting two big rices and a bunch of beans and a soda. Whole thing cost $17, which was maybe the most expensive if I'd had a dollar, I could have just given him a dollar, but I ended up giving him $17 worth of Mexican food. And a giant thing of rice and beans, I guess. And then my mom found the receipt. Oh, my God. Because no. I gave her, because she, oh, you can't just drop something off at the UPS store. They have to give you a piece of paper, and you have to give that to my mom. So I, I drop the thing off, and I'm like, can I have the piece of paper? And they're like, really? You, you know, you're going to get an email or something. I was like, it's from my mom. Immediately they understood. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, here you go, sir. Sorry to bother you. Sorry to take up more time in your day. This, uh, We get it. This will calm the storm in your mom's mind. <laughs> so I give my mom the piece of paper. But it, all my receipts are in there. And she sees the thing. And she's like, why am I making you dinner if you, just, if you ate Mexican food? And I had to explain the whole stupid thing to mom. And the mom was like, that homeless guy probably gave you COVID. Don't do that. He's going to shoot you. And my dad was like, yeah, he's going to shoot you. And I was like. He's going to shoot. This is when he's going to shoot me. This is the time he's going to choose to pull out a gun and shoot me in the belly. After I've successfully argued for additional big rice. If anything, this guy's going to take a bullet from me. I was going to say, that was shoot you. What? I know he's probably, if you're homeless, you might have a mental illness. But why would you shoot the guy giving him rice? That's not how they think. <laughs> the birds don't attack people throwing millet. No, the birds bring them treats and trinkets, shiny yes. rocks. Yes. Well, I'm sure the homeless love being compared to birds who bring you shiny rocks and pebbles. We'll talk to you oh, next yeah, we're week. We're going to offend all the homeless listening to this podcast. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Bye!